Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. She is a multi-time All-American guard from Baylor, part of the WNBA. Odyssey Sims, one of the more dynamic players ever at Baylor University, joins us on 365 Sports on the eve of Brittany Griner having her jersey retired on Sunday. And Odyssey, thanks for your time with Paul and Craig. And I'm Smokey. Great to hear from you again. Great to have you on the show. What do you think this means on Sunday for those who played with Brittany or for Brittany? Uh, I mean, I think we all know um, it's long overdue. Been waiting for it, obviously. It's something that could have been done a long time ago. Obviously, no shade to Coach Monkey, um, of course, but I'm excited for it. Um, you know, I went through it. I got my jersey retired um, my, the following year after I graduated. So to have that, that's a, a great accomplishment. And like I said, Brittany is one of the best centers to play college sports where we were playing and will be one of the best and most dominant centers in the in the WNBA once she retires. So um, I'm excited. I can't wait to be there, um, just support her, and uh, definitely something I don't want to miss. Odyssey, when you guys were playing together, there was a, a ridiculous confidence about that team, obviously. But, you right. know, when you look at great teams, like throughout any kind of basketball you want to talk about, men's, women's, whatever, if you have an elite point guard and an elite post that, that are in uh, a, such synergy like you guys were, you pretty much yeah. can win all the games you play in. What was it like knowing that if they were fouling the crap out of Brittany, you guys were going to be fine? If they were double teaming you, you guys were going to be fine? No matter what, it just kind of worked out. I mean... Um, you know, the, the, we had a really good team um, when, my, when I came in my freshman year, really all throughout my career, of course. Um, but that 09 class specifically was a strong group. Um, and then you add me to it. So, I mean, 
it's uh it's always it's fun being at the top but it's not fun being at the top of course um everybody wants to beat you everybody has wants to play their best game um always looking to upset so i mean it never i guess i i guess it just never fazes us um in the sense of we knew we knew who we were so every time we stepped on the court we didn't we didn't really play to play it to prove anything it was just more like we're good we know it Win or lose, you know, we still know that we're good. We still are going to dominate the Big 12. We're still going to go deep in um, bracket play, like all that stuff. Um, we just we just kind of knew. Now, of course, my freshman year, did we know we were going to lose to Texas a Absolutely not. Junior year, did we know we were going to lose to Louisville to get both to get back to the Final Four? Um, and I feel like, of course, we should have won more than one national championship. Yeah, that was the Yeah, that was one of the things that if somebody would have said that somebody was going to have Brittany Griner, Odyssey Sims, among others that were a part of that team, that you'd come away with one national title, would you have taken that bet? Uh, no, probably mm. not. <laughs> um, I, like I said, I I know, and I mean, obviously, you guys, everybody that watched us play when we were in college, they know what team we had. It's just one of those. It's basketball. One team has to win, one team has to lose at the end of at the end of the game. So I mean, of course, yeah, we, we took we took some losses, some hurt, um, especially more of junior year. I know that one hurt more mm-hmm. than freshman year, um, just because we were picked to go back to back. Um, to have a team set an NCAA record record on us in threes was, was crazy. Um never have I witnessed or, or been in a game like that, um, until my junior year, but Nonetheless, it was it was fun. Uh, I wish I could go back and play at Baylor for four more years. That's how much fun I had. <laughs> really enjoyed it. That uh, game against Louisville. Oh, uh, we, uh, all we three of us were there. Them, yeah. that, that was was that almost like playing in a fog? Because you brought the team back from twenty down or whatever <laughs> it was. You had maybe <laughs> yeah. perhaps your greatest moment in a loss, and then they hit the maybe. shot or the foul shots at the end when they. Were fouled by Brittany. Was that was that um, just like a fog? It was a. That was what I can say on that one is the true definition of I literally played my heart out. Mm-hmm. I played with every inch, every single energy, buzz, everything in my body. I played until the buzzer went off. Like I was so exhausted when we lost. It felt like my heart had been ripped out my chest. It hurt. It hurt, and it hurt for a while, too, even after we lost. Just knowing, like, going back and traveling, like, it stuck with me for a while. Um, like I said, for a team to set an NCAA record on us was, was crazy. And then, of course, we get down to the wire. We come back, get down to the wire, and we lose those two free throws at the end. So, um, definitely a heartbreaker. Odyssey, obviously you and Brittany are close. The All the team was close. What was it like for you having to watch from afar what she went through when she was in Russia? Um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't easy. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that much. But one of those, um, I mean, what what could I do? Um, I prayed for her every day. Um, just was waiting for her to get out. I knew at some point she was getting out. Just didn't know when. Um, and I feel like it was it was. She was in there way, way, way too long. Um, just some of the stuff. I mean, I can't imagine. Me and Brittany are pretty close, but that's one of those things, like, it's super, super touchy. So I could never ask Brittany, like, tell me a cra- like one of the craziest stories you have while you were in there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 
just en- enough for her to say she had to cut her hair because she was gonna get sick was enough. Like I think I think that's crazy. That's crazy. Like I can't I can't even imagine what she went through. But I tell you, I pray for her every day. Um, I was excited, super super happy when she got out and to see what how she just got out, came back, um, <laughs> played in the league, did not miss a beat. Um, the love that she's been getting from the, when she got out last year, of course, um, when she came back to play was, was a lot. Like everybody loves Brittany. Um, it doesn't really matter what, what she does. She could be one of the worst persons in the world, but she's not, she's not, but uh, I'm exaggerating a little bit, obviously, but she could be one of the worst, worst people in the world, but the fans, um, all the way from BU up until, until Phoenix, um, they love her. Um, and to have her out, it, I mean, I'm, I was, I was so excited. I mean, like, of course I cried a little bit. I had a couple of times where I, you know, I cried. I didn't really want to talk about it. Um, you know, during the games and stuff, of course, reporters asked me, I didn't really want to speak on it because I didn't want to keep talking about something that we can't, we couldn't change at that, at that time. You know what I mean? Like all I could think about every time it was brought up was, and I hope she's okay. I hope she's okay. I hope her mental is great. Like, I hope she, you know what I mean? Like, I hope she can get through this. Um, so I'm, I'm just, I'm happy for what Phoenix did. They honored, still pay her her salary, even while she was, um, out there, in there. Um, I thought that was, that was, that was love. So oh. to have her out, I'm excited. And then, like I said, um, have her jersey retired. Everything that she's been doing is going to continue to do. Um, she's a great human being and even a better teammate. So the last game she ever played at Baylor was that loss to Louisville up in Oklahoma City that you've referred to that, again, you played your heart out at blood, sweat, and tears to the end. But one of the things that was kind of a dark time, uh, obviously the Russia story, but was after that when a story came out on ESPN, the magazine, about Brittany, and it was written by a reporter named Kate Fagan, and it was very... Uh, it seemed to be very much negative towards Baylor and also Coach Mulkey. What was that mm-hmm. like? Because you were still a part of the program. And I know she came back like in the fall of that year and came to a practice. And it that really kind of started kind of a distancing of her and Baylor, did it not? And what was that like as a former teammate? I mean, the only thing I can speak on is Coach Mulkey and Brittany's relationship, like when – I was like when I played with her. Um, I don't know any details as far as like their relationship now, what went on once she got to the league, when she came back. I'm not sure. That's not something I feel like I should speak on. Um, but I will say they did have a relationship um, at Baylor. If they did it, um, they did a damn good job of covering it up. I'll say that. But I mean, there was no issues. There was never anything out of the ordinary that a player dealt with with a coach that we don't normally deal with, with a coach. Would, would, would you say that she was beloved on that campus, whether students and or fans at the games? Of course, of course, of course. And she's still, she's still loved. She's loved probably 10 times more because of what the situation, how that situation happened where she, when she was in Russia, I feel like everybody across the world, um, all across America wanted her to get out. And just to show the the love, like I said, the love that she got and has been getting since, and even while she was in there, um, is was tremendous. 
I mean, I'm just like, I guess I can't say overwhelmed because that's not the word I'm looking for, but definitely um, she deserves, Brittany deserves everything that's coming her way. Odyssey. Um, and and yeah. more. Odyssey, uh, I w- I've always wondered this, and um, it was more gamesmanship and sportsmanlike after the game when I asked you guys about it, but I remember going to Bowling Green the year of the national championship, uh, which was way too small of a gym for you guys to be playing in uh, anyway. Yes, and, I remember that. Yes, I remember that because we played uh, Ohio State, I think. Florida and some uh, directional school from California. Um but yeah, you played. Yeah, you played Florida. It's been so long ago. Okay. It's been so long ago. I'm old. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, girls lined up outside to see you guys, especially to meet Brittany. I mean, it was it was it was really amazing to see. But I remember in the press conference uh, that we had for Florida, and then you guys followed right after. And you guys actually were in the back of the room because it was right at the end and it was kind of running long. You had walked in and Florida had a post player that was from England and she was quite good. Uh, But and somebody asked her, what is it like? Is it, you know, daunting to have to guard Brittany Griner because she's so she's been so so elite. And the player said, oh, no, I've played better players internationally. So it's not really that uh, troubling. And then. In the first, I don't know, four minutes of that game, Brittany dunked on her. Was that something yes. that you guys? <laughs> was that something you guys heard and went, oh, "Okay, let let's show you what the world of basketball is really like." I, I go back. Like I said, we were we knew we were good, mm-hmm. so nothing really bothered us. What any opponent said, because I mean, if I'm playing somebody that I know is good. I'm going to say what I feel like. I, I'm, You know what I mean? I'm going to talk mm. my talk a little bit, too. So, of course, like, Coach Mocha used, she would come in the locker room or she, you know, she paid attention to that stuff more than we did, of course. So she would come in in the locker room sometimes and try to motivate us or say, hey, so-and-so said, you can't do this. Like, she would she would do it to all of us. Not every game, but she had a different ways of motivating. That was one of them. But it just, it never really stays us. I wouldn't say we laughed it off. It was just like when the ball go up, we know we finna we 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 hooping. So if y'all gonna if you gonna beat us, you know y'all have to play y'all best game. And I say that from the best player to the worst player. One every player that comes on the floor, you gotta play your best game. Like and I mean a player that's averaging ten and she had a career night against us of twenty five. Those are the type of situations that we, we had to be in or were in when we played our opponent because we were just that good. So it was like we were – I mean, yeah, we did have some off games, of course. But it was like when you brought your A game and you beat us, there's nothing that we could say but give you your credit. Because we, at the end of the day, when we go to sleep and wake up, whether it's a win or a loss, we still know that we're that good. Because our, our practices were top tier. The co- competition level was through the roof. Um, we used to go at it every day. All of us, we used to go at each other every day in practice, every single day. Um, but it was good competition, of course. You know what I'm saying. But mm-hmm. that's how we got to win the, going 40 and 0 my sophomore year. That's how we well we lost A and M, but A and M is a um, prime example. They hit a bunch of threes. They had Sydney Carter go off. Yeah. They had Sydney Coulson go off. Like other players that we prepared for Daniel Adams to have a good game. We prepared for the other ones to have a good game, but they stepped up. Like Sydney Carter was on fire um, against when uh, Jordan Madden was guarding. Crazy. 
hadn't played like that. And we were we were like, okay, we're good. These are the players we got to keep our eye on. Then boom, one that don't even average more. It's not even in double figures. Had a once again a career now. So we just we we were just so unbothered. Like it just when we won a championship that year. I mean, we we pretty much knew we were gonna win when we got to the final four. Um, and then when we got to the final four, we knew we were gonna beat Stanford. We knew that it was gonna be an easier game when when Notre Dame beat UConn. We knew we pretty much had the championship in the back. So with that being said, like I said, we still woke up. We still went to sleep and woke up and was still we knew we were just too good. And it was like too good. Well we knew we could have won more than one championship, but once again you can't control how the game's gonna go or we have an off night, another team making every every shot. So you have to control what you can control, but nothing bothered us. Odyssey, when the Jersey announcement came out, uh, which was in the last, what, couple of three months or so, and Nikki Collin, the head coach now, has been pushing for that. Did you communicate mm-hmm. at all with Brittany about that Was uh, without getting into your business? But did, was there any kind of back and forth between the two of you? No. I mean, I don't talk to, to BG every day. Right, um, right. I talk to her. I talk to her every day. Of course, we're weird. We play it in the summer. I fear we, you know, when she when we play against each other, but um, what was I about to say? Um, what was the question? Well, sorry. no, that's okay. Oh. But when the announcement came that they would retire her jersey, um, oh. Oh. was there much okay. discussion about what that meant to her, and, and also the any communication between the two of you? It's crazy. I haven't, I haven't talked. I will say, like I said, I, I knew the moment was coming. I didn't know when. So, and I figured she knew that the moment was coming too. Um, she just didn't know when. I guess she's uh, she's communicating with Nikki. Um, more back and forth probably on their end as far yeah. as dates and stuff. Um, I haven't I talked to BG over the last few months, but not a whole bunch. But I did just text her, uh, I think, was it yesterday? I texted her yesterday. I guess she didn't think or didn't know if I was coming. And I told her, um, I'll see you Saturday and Sunday. See you soon. She was like, I can't wait. Thank you for being here. I feel better knowing I got you there. That's great. Then I told her I wouldn't miss it for anything. Have you been to the Foster Pavilion before this weekend? No. no how about, wait, wait, wait. Yes. 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 I was, I've been to one, one game in the uh, Foster it's a different deal, isn't it? It's just like the the whole thing is right on top of you as a player right there on the court. Yes, yes, yes. But I like arenas like that. Mm-hmm. Like, even if it's not, like, super, super big, it doesn't hold 10, 12, 15,000. Even if it's 8,000 or 5,000, when it's like that, it's 10 times as louder than it just being more flat and it's like a big gym. You hear the ball bouncing and what people are saying rather than, you know what I'm saying? Yep, like, yep. More of like a louder crowd like i like loud crowds like super loud if you don't mind one more question and thanks for your time uh caitlin clark last night broke what was the ncaa record lynette woodard played at kansas and scored more points in her career it was called the aiaw that's back when i was actually at stephen f austin but what are your thoughts about caitlin clark's game i mean the girl is good (laughs) i'm a fan (laughs) I'm so ready for her to get to the league to see what, you know, the transformation, obviously, from college to WNBA. It's not always an easy transition. Some players, it takes 
couple of years. Some that they can come from college and go straight to it, like Asia Wilson. Um, then you have some that 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 have to develop over time. I I don't see it. I don't see that being a problem where she goes in the league. I just don't think. I think she's going to continue what she's doing at Iowa in the league every year. And I feel like, can she get any better? Like, can she get any better? I just feel like she can't. Yes, <laughs> like she's she, very dynamic. I mean, she, she's, she's, she's very, 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 very elite. So she will be one of the, she is one, the best, one of the best um, players to play college basketball. The records, the assists, her rebounds, um, what she does every night is almost like unreal. It's kind of like how Steph does what he does off the dribble, uh, the way he dribbled the ball, um, everything he does. He might shoot it, he might shoot a floater, he might shoot, he might throw it behind his head. Who knows? It's just like that's how she is. You just never know what kind of night she's going to get. And all of her nights are loud. Even when she has 20, 10, and 10. Nobody's just doing that on a night in and day out, day in, day out. There. Nobody's doing that. Like, she's, just, she's unbelievable, unbelievably good. That's the best way I can put it. Well, but you, I'm a fan. Yeah. Well, I'm a fan. Well, you could tell. And thank you so much. See you this weekend. Thanks for being on the show today on the event coming up uh, this weekend at the Foster Pavilion. Always love watching you play. Always. Enjoyed watching no you problem. play and talking to you whenever we could. Thank you, Odyssey. Have a great weekend. Thank you. It was my pleasure. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.